Welcome to Mindful Manifesting Get the Message radio show podcast. This is show number 14, Manifesting 101, Maintaining an Attitude of Gratitude. This is uh, Ariana Rollins with the School of Self-Revolution. We're dedicated to teaching you how to free yourself from internal or external mental blocks that limit your manifesting potential. We believe that we're all born with a powerful mind that we can use to direct our lives, to attract and create what we want to experience. This mind comes in two parts, basically for simplicity. One part conscious and the other part's veiled from us. Let's call it the unconscious. How these two are supposed to work together. Our consciousness is the leader, deciding what we want to experience. The unconscious mind is where our will lives, our skills, our passions, our dreams reside. All this untapped power is there for our use. So when everything's working correctly, the conscious and unconscious minds work harmoniously together to manifest our desires. Well, that's how it's supposed to work anyway. But eventually, life, parents, teachers, outside forces impose their values, their beliefs, their rules onto us. And those unwelcome influences tend to have the opposite effect. They end up controlling and manipulating us with fear. And when things get short-circuited, well, our system goes our way. We are trained to then doubt our intuition, our perceptions of reality and truth in order to fit in and be good. You know, when the conscious mind gets convinced it has no control, that it's not in charge, that our environment has more power or authority over our life, well, it gives up. It simply goes along and surrenders its right to make a life of its own choosing. And when that happens, we become vulnerable to being manipulated, controlled, and coerced by other people's desires and wishes for us. So at the School of Self-Revolution, we empower and educate you how to disconnect from these disempowering beliefs and lies and restore your inner power and authority using the guidance of your higher wisdom. So these weekly radio shows are Wednesdays at 11 a.m. to 11.30 Pacific Time, and they're designed to give you a taste of some of the curriculum we offer through our transformational programs at the School of Self-Revolution. Okay, while we're waiting for others to join us, please get a pencil or pen, piece of paper, and make notes of anything that strikes a chord with you in today's program. So let's get started, shall we? Today's training is about Manifesting 101, an attitude of gratitude. So what we're talking about is how to discover a way to develop a prosperity consciousness through gratitude. You'll learn how to keep a record of what's right and how it can be a powerful anchoring tool. And you'll learn how to maintain an attitude of gratitude, build immunity to negativity, and how to set intentions that are aligned with your higher wisdom so you stay in your personal power. Now, my intention with sharing this process with you is to inspire you to greater truth in yourself about who you are at core, the amazing human being you that was born in the world and getting you closer and closer to that. And as a side benefit, you'll start to feel more accomplished, which naturally increases your self-esteem because you'll be accomplishing more and more about what's truly right for you. And, you know, without access to the right tools to help you recognize who you are and to identify these blockages that got in the way, they can inhibit your growth. And we can start to contract as we get older. 
And over time, this resistance can grow into a life of its own. In a sense, it starts to make decisions for us and can literally sabotage our efforts. And we can wonder why it feels like we're pushing water uphill. We can be working harder and harder, but experiencing more and more frustration. And with no end in sight, we get discouraged. And we can left with no understanding as to why we're not getting what we want. And just as plain sad, I don't want that for you. I wish for you to experience a life that is congruent, heart, mind, body, and soul, which is I feel is the only way to live. And the first step is to set regular intentions and move toward that, which you'll be learning to do in this radio show today. So the next piece is also discovering what you really want, and we'll focus on that in the show today. So let's get started on doing things the easy way. Now, if you've ever had any of these mindsets affect you over your life, and tell me if they ring true to you. Number one, it's okay to have money, but the need to generate money says in some way I'm not good enough because if I were really good enough, money would just come naturally to me. Does that resonate? It's okay to have money, but making money says, you know, there's something wrong with you. Having more money than others isn't okay, especially with all the suffering in the world. Does that one ring true? Or three, making money by working hard and suffering makes it okay. You've earned it, in other words. Do any of those statements stand out to you? Well, releasing this mindset and stepping into more graceful and gracious receiving of what you want can really ease the flow for you. Let's start with mindset number one. It's okay to have money, but the need to generate money says in some way I'm not good enough because if I were, it would just naturally come to me. Well, how would this turn up in someone's life? Perhaps they would be living on credit or they'd be living on savings. And perhaps they're able to manifest what they want, but it still maintains them at a bare survival level. So look at number two. Having more money than others isn't okay, especially with all the suffering in the world. Well, this is common poverty mindset. And we've been conditioned to believe that if we have more than another, we're somehow taking it away. That's not true. But a lot of us believe it. So let's look at number mindset number three. Making money by working hard and suffering says we've earned it, makes it okay. Well, this one's a tougher one to see and to overcome because our egoic mind can get involved in that. Because it's like if we pull a cat out of a, a rabbit out of the hat and we pull off these magical miracles, well, it feels good. It feeds our ego. But this has within it an automatic burnout. Now, there's obviously a lot more money mindsets, but these are three that are really common. And all of them can drag our energy down into fear, lack, worry, and limitation. So how do we get started on minimizing the effects of these three self-limiting mindsets? Well, I say minimize because really at the core of these mindsets are what we would call cell-level memories. And cell-level memories are beliefs, lies that you've received into yourself, and they live in parts of your body, they could be in a muscle, they could be you know, in your brain, they could be in just kind of a, a general background feeling. Now, these cell-level memories take special training to release them. And you can learn how to release them yourself 
through the School of Self-Revolution, our highest potential curriculum for self-mastery class. But with that said, we don't have time to do that right now. Let's get started at least in softening them so you can become more conscious, which is the first step to change. Ask yourself this question and write down the answer, please. What would be possible without that thought? Maybe number one, two, or three related. You related, resonated with it. Who would you be without that thought of, say, for example, making money by working hard and suffering makes it okay? What would be possible? The next one. What new behaviors or practices would you need to put in place to release the grip that, of that scarcity mindset? What would you need to do? And if you don't know, that's okay. I'm going to be showing you one of my favorite ways. So in this next part of the radio show, we're going to be talking about a little process. It's to help you record those intentions and make a record of your growth as you go along, as you start to release some of this brainwashing that has limited your capacity to manifest. So what I've noticed when I do this daily process, takes me about 10 minutes, sometimes less, I notice I'm not as critical of myself and I'm not as critical of the things I'm doing in my life and the people in my life. It moves me into self-acceptance and self-love, which means that we can be more accepting and loving of others. I also noticed that I didn't have this high expectation that I would have to perform to someone else ex- self, else's expectancy, which then would put pressure on me. Nobody, be, nobody can perform when they're under a great restriction and pressure like that. The next thing I noticed is that I, when I wrote down the things that I wanted to manifest, that I wanted to accomplish throughout the day, I would notice myself just naturally doing them. There was no pressure, almost like effortless ease. I set these intentions from a calm place before I got into work at all, and I would notice I would just do them. And I'd look at what I wrote down the day before when I did this process the next morning, and I got things done. And I was like, wow. Now, looking at our intentions, not our goals, let's consider them as objectives. And when you look at the definition of the word objective, it means a course of action that one intends to follow. And this puts less pressure on us. We start to notice we're being guided toward the achievement without forcing. You're naturally moving towards something, which is really a way to get more done without pressure. And I know that we all have a lot to get done. What would that mean to your life to be able to get more done with less stress and pressure and have a greater ease? Well, you might be more peaceful at home, huh? You might have more joy in your life. Now let's start an exercise. Let's try one now. I'd like you to rate your level of joy and satisfaction today. Or maybe let's rate yesterday, okay? On a 1 to 10 scale, rate how your day went. Now write that down on the paper in front of you. And now I'd like you to write down 
maybe the areas of your life where you felt you weren't being treated in a way you deserve. Maybe you expected a different outcome or treatment. Now, read that list. Rate your level of joy or satisfaction on a 1 to 10 scale, 10 being very fulfilling. Now, as you do this, I'd like you now to write down all the things you feel grateful about in your life right now, big or small. Write all those things down you feel grateful for. Okay, good. Now rate your level of joy and satisfaction that you're feeling right now on a 1 to 10 scale. Did you notice a difference? Now you have a measure of emotional satisfaction when you consider the two different ways of looking at life. Which feels more energizing and expansive and opening? When you look at all the things that aren't going right and how you're not being treated in the way you deserve and you're not getting what you want? Or when you look at gratitude and all the things you're grateful for? It's obvious, right? One is heart-opening and expanding, and the other one moves us into entitlement. Did you know that emotions have actual energy associated with them? There's a frequency. Joy vibrates at 540, and apathy vibrates at 75. Wow, huh? Now, you may be familiar with the the understanding of the law of attraction and how it works. My understanding is that you attract to you what you're energetically processing. So if you're processing joy and gratitude, which is a very high frequency, or you're processing apathy and resentment, disappointment, which is really low, well, you're not going to be able to attract that which you really want. You attract that which you're basically processing. So if your needs aren't being fulfilled and you expect another one to fill them or the outside world, well, you're in demand and entitlement. And it can appear as needy. And no one and nothing likes to be around a needy person. People like to be around giving generous people, don't you? Don't you like to be around someone who expresses gratitude and appreciation and joy? Doesn't it feel good? It's kind of like what we were like as children, right? What do you think they would attract versus a child who's demanding and they're complaining to their parents they are not getting what they want. They didn't get that, you know, bike at their birthday or they're not getting fed their favorite foods. Well, that causes those things that could potentially give us what we want, whether it's a parent or a loved one or the universe in general, It causes them to move away. They don't want to be around it. Now, to add to that, how do you think feeling entitled and resentment, how can that impact our health? Probably does, right? Probably contracts our energy. Probably impacts our immune system. Because if we're in entitlement and demand and apathy, that frequency is... um, a 75 versus joy. And joy, when we're feeling joy, it can elevate our immunity. Immunity to negativity out in the world. And I bet it can possibly elevate our immunity in our physical world, our physical body. So how do we handle 
you know, this programming that got in us of lack, entitlement, demand, scarcity, resentment. Well, if we bring it into gratitude, if we transmute it into gratitude, we will feel better and better and our energy and our vibration elevates. And that alone makes us more attractive, which in a sense is in line with the law of attraction. You attract who and what you are. And the more you grow, the more you release the lies and the brainwashing that we got filled with, you know, living on planet Earth, you become the kind of person you need to become to be able to attract and move into that new experience. Now, here's the thing. We can attract wonderful things to us. But unless we elevate our self-image to say we are worthy of that new experience and that good treatment, we can actually cause a wonderful experience to turn into that which we expect, which could be to be not treated well, to be abused, to be resented, and all of that. Imagine we can turn a joyful experience into something we don't want. Who wants to do that anymore? Enough of that, right? And I believe gratitude is one of those energetic pieces which when we practice over time brings all kinds of wonderful gifts and starts to train our eyes to see more of what to be grateful for and to see more beauty in the world. And when we focus on that, we attract more of that kind of energy and experience. In a sense, gratitude takes the spiritual blindfold off. When we think that focusing on a problem and that if we focus on the problem, if we worry about it long enough, we might come up with a solution. That's faulty thinking, and it can disturb our sleep. To solve the problem, we have to step into a place where solutions live. And that's not in the same place where the problem is. We need to step into a place where solutions live. And I believe that mindset of solutions, what's right and positive, lives in an attitude of gratitude. So now, I'm going to walk you through, through this daily process. And you can start doing it on just blank sheets of paper. And at the end of the show, I'm going to give you a URL to get, so you can get access to the journal, to an actually written journal that has some introduction and brings you to an elevated mindset so that you are setting your intentions from the highest frequency possible. So how this process works, I am more certain now than ever before that what I focus on grows. I clearly have become what I think about, the good, the bad, the ugly, and I accept that. And I created this process for myself and I started sharing it with my clients because I noticed it quickly moved them into a more loving, more appreciative, and more receptive state of mind. We need to be able to receive what we want. And if you've studied, you know, magnetic attraction, then you know, you understand the importance of maintaining a state of gratitude and appreciation. So this may appear simple, what I'm going to guide you through right now, but there's a hidden benefit. By writing in this process, and hopefully you'll get the journal, regularly you'll be reconditioning your awareness to focus on what's right rather than what's wrong 
and to be more conscious of it when you do fall into what's wrong and criticism. We're all trained that way. That's how we refine things, but to stay there doesn't help us. When we give up the problem-solving mindset, we begin to enter a wonderful new reality, one where we recognize we are the causer and the creator of our world, at least the experiences in our world, not the rest of it, obviously. So in the, the programs that we teach at the school, clients come to, often they come focused on what's wrong with their life and things they want to change. And there's nothing wrong with that because if you think about it, that makes sense. Pain has a way of getting our attention and propelling us into action. Feeling good we take for granted, don't we? We get familiar with feeling good. So I want to jumpstart you today to feeling good more of the time. To do that, you're going to find in this daily exercise that's going to elevate your awareness to what you actually are causing and creating in your life so that you can start to experience more joy and harmony and hopefully start to get more of what you want with less effort. Are you ready? Some benefits. Keep this in mind. Writing your intentions daily keeps you focused on what you want. So you start to attract more of what you consciously desire and not from the beliefs and conditioning that you experienced over your life. You're going to learn how to provide feedback to your unconscious mind with gratitude. So again, you start causing more of what you want. And as you focus on your daily successes, you begin to recondition yourself to feel more worthy of receiving more success into your life. And obviously, maintaining an attitude, gratitude, you're going to be more fun to be around, happy, joyful. People like to be around that. When you record what you've learned in your life, in your daily experiences, you're anchoring the lessons so you don't have to experience the same painful lesson over and over again. You start to notice opportunities falling in your lap without effort. You may notice you're getting more done without the usual accompanying stress and effort. Ready for that? You want that? Super. Okay. So take a blank piece of paper out. This is your ratings. Write the date on the top. And I'd like you to rate your sense of emotional well-being today. How well do you know yourself? How good do you feel about yourself? What's your self-love? Rate your physical well-being. What's your health like on a 1 to 10 scale? 10 being as ideal as possible. Spiritual well-being. Do you have a, a spiritual practice? Do you have a sense that there's something bigger than yourself that you're taking care of and looked after? On a 1 to 10 scale, rate it. Your financial well-being. And I'm not talking about that you, know, you don't have a million dollars in the bank, but do you have enough to get your needs met? Can you pay your bills? Do you feel secure? 1 to 10 scale, rate it. Your relationship satisfaction, your intimate relationship. Do you have a deep, intimate, bonded relationship? One where you can just let your hair down and feel safe, secure. Rate that on a 1 to 10 scale. About your friendships. Do you have an intimate, connected friend? We don't need a lot, but at least one where you can just be yourself. You don't have to protect yourself. They really have your best interests at heart. Rate that on a 1 to 10 scale. And then write your overall life satisfaction on a 1 to 10 scale. Super. Great start. Now, we're going to start with appreciation. 
I'd like you to write three things down that you recognize about yourself, things you appreciate about yourself. Acknowledge yourself. Now, you're not going to want to record the same things every day. Make it unique and memorable. It could be something like, oh, I love how patient I am with my family. Or it could be something like, I love my creativity. Or I'm generous, kind, peaceful, friendly, happy, whatever it is. Write down three things you recognize about yourself. By the way, this elevates your worthiness of good treatment and to receive it in. This is where we start. Appreciation about yourself. Recognize the goodness within you. And then number two, attitude of gratitude. Write down three things you appreciate in your life. It could be you had an excellent night's sleep on your wonderful bed. It could be you have beautiful furniture in your home. It could be that you've got a loving relationship, healthy children. You've got work that's meaningful. You've got great team members you work with. Whatever it is, attitude of gratitude. So the first section is appreciation. That's internal awareness and gratitude. The second is external awareness and gratitude. And the third is your intentions manifested. Where would you like to celebrate some success? Where did you have a moment that you go, yes, great. And you can do this by focusing using the grounding audio, which you can get for free at theschoolofselfrevolution.com, and you'll also get a downloadable version if you get the journal um, at the end of the radio show. You focus on the area around your heart, and you can ask, show me my successful intentions or true self moments. Take whatever comes up and might gently just boil to the surface. And you write them down, your success moments that you enjoyed, that you were in joy. Maybe it came up with a strategy for a problem you were trying to solve. Or maybe when someone was harsh and negative with you, you were detached and loving in response. Or maybe you did something you never did before. Or maybe you were gentle with yourself instead of beating yourself up because you didn't floss your teeth. Whatever it is, it could be the success moments come from your journal before, the day before, and that's great. Review that. And when you succeed it, put a little happy face, yay, and copy it over here. Super. Now, section number four, new response recognition. Show me evidence of where I grew. What did I learn today? What is one thing you did today that demonstrated you've grown? Did you stop being reactive from an unconscious habit pattern? Did you respond differently, more patiently? This is where you're going to make note of experiences where you were more present and aware and responded from new positive habit patterns. Perhaps you notice yourself staying grounded in your true self-power. I maintain a lightness of being in an environment of chaos. Maybe you notice you didn't blame someone where you could have easily blamed them. Now, this is wonderful. What you're going to do here is you're going to write these new response recognitions. Write down three if you can come up with it. 
and surround it with the ball of white light and bring it into the area around your heart and say, this is how I would like to create, perceive, and handle situations like this. Please make that happen in ways that's for the highest good of me and of all involved. And just breathe it in. In this way, you're recognizing your growth, aren't you? You're celebrating it. It's wonderful. And now, we're on to section five, the last section. This is where you're going to set your intentions, your desires, what you want to accomplish. Now, do you notice that we did all those four steps before we even decided what we want to work on? Because now you've elevated your mindset, haven't you? You are operating now from an attitude of gratitude for yourself and for the outside world. So to get you started, you're going to be writing five down. You could ask yourself, what do I want to be writing down on my successful outcomes tomorrow? What do you want to be celebrating tomorrow? You can also use this to write to-dos down. That's fine. And when you write it down, maybe it's something difficult that you're trying to get done and you're having trouble doing it. Write it down in as much detail as possible. You might even want to write down the desirability on a 1 to 10 scale. And if you're working in the school or if you're a student in the School of Self-Revolution, you would have already built a success team. You can ask your success team to rate that. And if you have access and alignment with your true self, your higher wisdom, you can have your true self rate it. Good. So you're going to be writing down five. Five things that you would like to experience, have, or do. These are short-term, okay? These are within the next day or few days. Don't go beyond a week. Once you've written them down, surround it with a ball of white light, bring it into the area around your heart and say, this is what I would like to happen on or before. Put the date in. Please make that happen in ways that's for the highest good of me and of all involved. And just breathe it in and feel it. Are you starting to sense the power of this daily 10-minute process? I hope so. So for best results, I invite you to try this for 30 days. And if you're someone who likes to have a formal journal, it elevates the perceived value of it, then I'm going to give you a link at the end of it so you can buy it. It's only $9.97. I encourage it because for me, I still do this journal on a daily basis generally. I at least do it three times a week. And I do it on the formal paper because there's something about writing in those little boxes. It says to me I'm doing a process that's been worked out, cross-checked, and it has some energy to it versus writing it on a blank piece of paper doesn't have the same importance, does it? Okay, so I invite you to write it down at least two, three times a week in the beginning. Maybe do it every day. I feel so good at the end of this. I feel uplifted, energized, hopeful. I feel in charge of my life. And I notice I get a lot more done and I have a much better day. I go to bed with this um, sense of, what is it? This was a good day. I use this day well. I wrote it down because I was aware when I do the journal on a daily basis, I go to bed at night with that feeling, this was a good day. I want that for you. And it's real easy to do. So as we, before we say goodbye, are there any questions, comments, or insights you'd like to share? You can type them in the chat bar. I'm happy to answer as many as possible. I'm so grateful you were able to share this time with me today. 
teaching people how to change their life situation to be easier, more joyful, more loving, more effective, and changing those habits to be permanently new success habits is what I love to do best. So before we sign off, remember, you don't have to settle for what's going on in your life today at this moment. If it isn't what you want, you're now gaining access to tools that can help you accomplish precisely what you want to experience. And you've started this important process by reclaiming your inner power, your passion, your peace, and purpose by listening to this radio show. So here is the way to get the journal. HTTP colon slash slash tinyurl.com forward slash Z is in zebra, V is in Victor, 8, the number 8, S is in sugar, F as in Frank, the number 7, and Z is in zebra. I'll put that also at the end of the blog post. So once you listen to the radio, you can get it, the radio show. I really enjoyed our time together today. I hope you did as well. Make it a great day. Take care. Bye for now.